0: what's up everyone welcome to this day in philly sports history for february 24th 19 2023 sixers update what a game last night they got off to a very very slow start and it was almost as though they were still stuck in all-star break but one thing i will say in that first half and i fell asleep in the third quarter so I, obviously i saw the highlights and missed the ending. But they played good defense, which ultimately is one of those things that Doc Rivers, especially with this team, they haven't really done a lot. They they've a lot of been pretty lax with their defense. So to see them play good, solid defense against a good team like Memphis, it was very promising and encouraging to see. And then once they kind of clicked and got the rust off, Harden was just out of his mind. He had like 31 points and like he just was the that's the Harden we need when Joe is kind of struggling to make some shots and the other guys are struggling to make some shots. You need him to, to keep him in the game. And it, then Joe turned it on. He had 27, 19 boards. He had six blocks, including that huge one against uh, Job. And then he had the emphatic dunk after the steal. So good win for this team, especially since they have a rough, rough schedule coming up. And we want to make sure we see them playing well. And getting it together, and hopefully this is going to be a catalyst now to springboard them into March where they play 17 games and 11 of them are on the road. So it's not an easy stretch by by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm anxious to see now what they do Saturday against Boston, another one of those measuring stick games. Hopefully the momentum from today or last night can still carry over into Saturday. So like I said, good win for the Sixers. Quick Eagles update: Jim Leonard, the old defensive coordinator from Wisconsin, officially is out of the running for the Eagles' defensive coordinator position. Uh, I guess it was a mutual thing. Vance Johnson is, or Vance Joseph, is also out as a candidate. He took the job with same job with Denver. Uh, the one name that I keep seeing everywhere is Chris Shula, and I think there might be something to this only because he. Serian he and Sirianni also like coach together with the Chargers, so they do have that connection. And I, I don't know. Like I've been researching it, and he's young, so he doesn't necessarily have a lot of experience. But he has the pedigree. I mean, he's Don Schuller's grandson, which Don Shula is the greatest coach ever. Um, his dad was David Shuler, who was more of an offensive guy. But I mean. Don had a lot of good defenses in the 70s with those Super Bowl teams with the Dolphins. So hopefully some of that has rubbed off, and and if he becomes the defensive coordinator, that'll help them. We'll see. Uh, But it's worth, like I said, monitoring. Hopefully within the next few days they're – there be a decision. I'm glad they're not rushing it. I'm also glad to see that they're interviewing and, and discussing candidates outside of the building, uh, maybe to get some, a fresh set of eyes to see and change things up a little bit. So more on that as it comes in. Quick Phillies update. Uh, this is huge, actually. Noah Song, the guy that they traded, uh, got in the Rule 5 draft from Boston uh, probably about a month ago at this point who is the active navy uh, active duty in the navy was transferred to reserve so that frees him up now to actually be able to to try out and hopefully make a spot on this Phillies team doesn't have a ton of experience but he's young and a shitload of potential like his numbers in uh, early A ball when he had it are were good so it's like a one of those low risk high reward moves so hopefully as He's able to to get back into playing shape and kind of get his legs under him. We're, we'll be able to have like this, maybe not the beginning of the season, but maybe mid-July, June when guys start getting tired, injuries are bound to happen. We have this extra guy now that can come out of the bullpen. Um, so again, a very underrated move, but hopefully it pays off dividends later on. Um, Andrew Painter, also the 19-year-old uh, prospect, uh, pitching prospect has been fairly impressive so far from uh, early reports, which is good because they have him hopefully slotted to be the fifth uh, starter. Um, and again, we said, like those, the back end of the rotation guys are the guys that are going to win you division championships and win you playoff games. And we saw it with Ranger Suarez last year with the World Series run. He, if they were winning the Ranger suarez game that meant they were in good shape so hopefully this is a sign that things are going to kind of fall into place for the phillies but we're going to stick with the phillies for today's philly sports black history spotlight today we're going to go back to the glory days of the late 2000s early 2010s spotlight ryan howard the big piece was drafted the fifth round in the uh, 01 draft but he was stuck behind jim tome uh who was the first baseman? Remember, they brought Tomei in to transition from the vet to Citizens Bank Park, so they had a draw. But I mean, Ryan Howard was dominant down in the minor league system. And I will give Ed Wade some credit on this. He didn't trade him despite receiving numerous, numerous calls about, hey, he stuck behind Tomei. Give us Ryan Howard. He held on to him. He was called up in September of 04 to make his debut. Um, <clears throat> Impressed enough that they invited him to spring training in 05, which divine intervention, whatever you want to call it, Tomei was hurt for most of the 05 season, which allowed Ryan to play pretty much every day. He ran away with the Rookie of the Year award that year. The following year, he came comes back with an MVP season in 06. He hit 313, 58 home runs, 149 RBIs. I think that was the year he also won the home run derby, um, and I think what people tend to forget because the lasting memory of Ryan Howard a lot of times for people is him crumpled up down the first baseline when he tours Achilles in the 2011 divisional series against the Cardinals and then being hamstrung with that contract for years following. But from 2006 to 2011 um, during that time when he got that contract, he was on a hall of fame pace that hardly anybody in the history of baseball was able to do. And, I think that's important because that contract, everybody's like, oh, Ruben gave him the contract and, oh, he shouldn't have. And I I agree. However, you needed to have him under contract. And the other thing I think people tend to forget about Ryan Howard is he was clutch. And everybody's like, oh, he struck out too much. He, he did this. He was sort of one of those first guys in that transitional piece, I think, from where striking out is bad. Now guys strike out. 250 300 times and it's like whatever as long as they're hitting 35 home runs and hitting 280 we'll take it but ryan howard caught a lot of shit for that during his time and i mean i go back to the 09 divisional series against the the rockies when they were down 4-2. to two. It was a pivotal game. And he said, just give me to the plate, boys. Sure enough, it comes up, wins the game for them. So I think he's very, very underrated because people look at the, the strikeouts and the contract and the injury and everything. But, I mean, in his short time in the majors, he hit 382 home runs. And he only played really... I mean, he had a 13-year career, but most of them were during that 2006 to 2011 stretch when he was otherworldly. So shout out to you, big piece. Thank you for 08 and a ton of memories during my time with having the Sunday package, and just being a fan during that time. So today's Philly Sports Black History moment. We shout out Ryan Howard for his contributions. He's still around with the team today. He's almost like an ambassador. The Phillies do a good job with bringing a lot of those old guys back. So shout out to you, Ryan Howard. All right, today we're going to switch gears somewhat, and we're going to do a little pop culture for a Friday. On this day, February 24th, 1975, Elton John released the song Philadelphia Freedom. Now the song was for Billie Jean King, who was of the who was the owner, or I don't think she was the owner. She was the captain or manager and a player on the Philadelphia Freedoms, which was the world team tennis team in Philadelphia at the time. Um, he fell in love with, like he was good friends, and I guess they did a lot of the um, gay rights back then in the day together. But he played a promo match, was inspired. And the team in 1974 went 39-5, and won the Eastern Division Championship, and then lost in the finals. After that game, or after that season, they were sold and moved to Boston. So Philadelphia Freedom, the song, everybody kind of knows that it was about the World ten- Team Tennis team in Philadelphia in 1974. However, the song wasn't released until after the Philadelphia Freedoms were already playing in Boston. Um, they did return in 2001 Billie Jean King owns them uh, they moved around a couple times but now they're back in Philly at Hagan Arena in St. Jones it's a great song it's going to be in your head all day alright so let's go Sixers excited for some spring training baseball this weekend go have yourselves a Friday Philadelphia Freedom and until next time I'll see you when I see you